Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. And welcome to episode 252 of the Michigan Sports Street Posting Edition on TalkShoe. I'm Taylor Phillips along with Louis Tenor. How are we doing tonight, Louis? Well, it was a close shave getting uh, trying to get here on time, but I made it. Yep, sure did. Talk about beat the clock. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, okay. Like the Michigan Sports Truth Facebook page and join its Facebook group. Follow me on Twitter at DT2Phillips. We saw Frank Vasner's post on our Facebook page, the Michigan Sports Truth, his 42-minute, 42 42-and-change-minute 42 video about the – about uh, Frank's power play, how the uh, Stanley Cup playoffs stand right now. Right before the Blues beat the Wild in overtime, 4-3, to to win the series in five games and move on to the second round. But but uh, you can always do that on on uh, Michigan Sports Truth Facebook page. But right now we're here to talk about today. Tonight we're here to talk about the Tigers beating the Minnesota Twins five to three in the middle game at Target Field at this three-game set. Matt Boyd and May Mejia went at it. Adalberto Mejia got chased giving up three runs on five hits in two and two-thirds innings, three walks and six strikeouts. Man, he's not good. That boy could have got the win, but but I'll explain why he, he didn't last five innings. It all started with when Jacoby Jones, who went 0-for-1 with a strikeout and got hit he got hit by the pitch in the mouth, and he was bleeding, and he had to leave the game. And Matt Boyd, in the fifth inning, threw behind Sano's legs, Miguel Sano's legs, the third, the the first baseman, and Miguel Sano threatened to charge the mound. And then when James McCann stood up to Sano, Sano punched McCann right in the top of the chest. And that's when home plate umpire Jordan Baker ejected Sano. And then they had to sort this out. The umpires decided to Eject Matthew Boyd right away from the game. That, that's sometimes sometimes the umpires some umpires can be uh, pretty harsh, but 
when you retaliate in that fashion, when you're trying to earn a win for your team, that that just uh, that 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 not not only nullifies you the win, could but could get get you in a, a little bit of trouble. With MLB headquarters, but thankfully Matt Boyd didn't even go ahead to commit any violence. So chances are Matt Boyd's not going to get into any trouble. He's not going to get fined. He's not going to get suspended. But, but well, probably not. Not either one of them. But we'll have to see. We'll have to keep our eyes on on things later down later on down the road. So Boyd, that's why Matt Boyd lasted only four and a third innings. And Blaine Hardy came in and allowed the tying run. On a Robbie Grossman RBI single Scoring Joe Maurer. That was in the bottom of the fifth inning. Boy didn't allow any base runners because he didn't hit because he. Had, appeared to not hit Sano with that pitch behind Sano's legs. They ejected Sano and Matt Boyd immediately out of the game without even having to finish, without even being allowed to finish the at-bat. So Maurer pinch hit for Sano got a single or got a or got a double rather to dead center. He could have tied the game. Robbie Grossman drove him in to tie it. Blaine Hardy uh didn't didn't pitch too effectively. Except, uh, maybe or maybe he did. He threw twenty strikes. Oh, who knows what? But he gave up a run on three hits. That's that's not effective pitching. But his ERA is still down at two seventy. Shane Green, Alex Wilson, Justin Wilson pitched pretty well. Each of them got a hold. 
Green's third, Alex Wilson's fourth, Justin Wilson's fifth. Francisco Rodriguez hits the ninth again. He gave up another run, another home run. And then he allowed a single by Brian Dozier. And then Rodriguez got Polanco to fly out and struck out Maurer swinging to end the game. Francisco Rodriguez still with only two blown saves, but six saves in eight opportunities. His ERA is still up to still at, up at 587. So the Tigers win five to four. So Tigers uh, and Twins go go back at it tomorrow at two ten. Just a minute here. And then they have Monday off before returning home to play the Seattle Mariners at Comerica Park. Michael Fulmer and Kyle Gibson go at it tomorrow at 210 on the mound. Fulmer has better numbers than Kyle Gibson totally, as you can see. Basically, in the pitching matchup, Homer with a, just a 300 ERA, Kyle Gibson 6.91 ERA. So uh, hopefully, hopefully the bullpen doesn't blow it. Hopefully for those Tiger fans who want the Tigers to win, the bullpen doesn't blow it. Miguel Cabrera, prior to this game, was put on a 10-day disabled list with a right groin strain. A surprising stat, Andrew Romine went two for three, but the duds of the game had three of them. 
Victor Martinez, 0 for 5, leaving six men on base. Kinsler, 1 for 5, six, on, six left on base. James McCann, 0 for 3. Get some tweets from Justin Spiro, the editor-in-chief of GregHanson.com. And Jeff Moss at, at Jeff Moss TSR. Justin Spiro at Darko State News. Let me see here. Justin Spiro tweeted, if you bring Joaquin Benoit back, suddenly the Wilsons and Benoit is a functional big league bullpen. K-Rod's bounce back becomes gravy. The Tigers can be vastly improved with one minor move. Send a prospect or two to the Phillies for Joaquin Benoit. It is questionable at best if Chris Illich will pay the extra few million to make it happen, but Benoit can be had and changes this team. And I know I'm in the minority, but I think the Tigers have a pretty good team. Trade for Benoit. Hope K-Rod figures it out. Jeff Moss tweeted, if Victor Martinez was a horse, they'd pull the sheet out and lethally inject him. Victor Martinez killed the Tigers down the stretch last year, rolling over on every pitch and drowning into the shift. This start ain't a fluke. Tigers are going to need a lefty batting presence. The sooner V-Mark goes down with an injury, the better. Christian, 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 Stewart, Christian Stewart has a 1.049 OPS so far. So those are facts. Those are uh, one more tweet from one more tweet from one more tweet from Justin Spiro. Don't forget that Bruce Rondon was pretty good last year, a whip of under 100 under 1.00, 45 strikeouts in 36 innings. K-Rod has been all dial for the last three years, for three years. So that's, that's, the, that's all the ground I have to cover. If you want to take a look at the uh, Boban Marjanovic grading article from Piston Powered and Duncan Smith, please do so and read carefully. On that note, it's time for Lewis Tenor with the scores, standings, and headlines. Lewis, take it away. I'd be glad to. All right, here we go. In the top of the ninth, the Athletics lead the Mariners now 4-3, to three, two out and a runner on first. Uh, Madison is pitching and Hangler is at bat. Uh, just went final about a few seconds ago. The Nationals beat the Mets 3-1, to giving the Nationals their sixth win in a row. Uh, Gonzalez was the winning pitch- pitcher. DeGrom was the loser, and Glover with the save. 
Uh, here's something interesting here. Dodgers manager Dave Roberts was coy when he asked uh, where left-handed pitcher Julio Urias might make his next start after throwing 93 pitches for Triple A Oklahoma Oklahoma City on Friday. Asked if it might be with the Dodgers, Roberts repeated, "That would be five innings. One consideration on whether Urias pitches for the Dodgers next is if the bullpen is rested and ready to back him up that day. So we'll, we'll see that." And this just went final. Athletics did beat Mariners four to three. Colton with the win. Madrina um, with, with the loss, and Davison with the save. Just gone final. All right, top of the ninth here. Uh, Yankees look like they're on the way to a win against the uh, Pirates. Uh, it's 11-5 to right now with the runner on first. Up, we're going now to the bottom of the ninth. It's 11-5. Uh, Frazier, Harrison, and Matuchin are up for Pittsburgh in their last licks. Uh, DeGroom is the fifth pitcher in Mets history to strike out ten and walk six in the same game. Joining Nolan Ryan, Tom Seaver, Dwight Gooden, and Johan Santana. These are side notes, by the way. All right, in the bottom of the fourth, the Astros are leading the race uh, two to nothing with the runner on second and one out. Morton is pitching and Miller is batting. Cubs uh, hang on to beat the Reds 12 to eight today. Arietta with the win and Reed with the loss. Uh, as we mentioned, your, uh, we mentioned the Tigers over the Twins 5-4. Hardy with the win, uh, Tompkins with the loss, and Rodriguez with the save. In a delay right now, the Red Sox and the it's a delay between the Red Sox and the Orioles now as we speak. But who knows? That might change as the night goes on. <laughs> All right, um, just getting underway. Pretty much, the Braves and Phillies are scoreless. Hernandez. Eighth year, and Herenia are due up in this inning. The Indians lead the White Sox two nothing at the top of the first, uh, with two out, nobody on. Uh, Peltry is uh, pitching, and Ramirez is at bat. Cardinals and Bruner, Brewers are getting underway now, with a runner on third and two out. Anderson is pitching, and, Gor- and Gorico is at bat. Runner on third already. Wow. Uh, games coming up, Royals and Tigers will meet at 8.05. Kennedy and Martinez are your probable pitchers. 8.10, Royals. the Rockies and the, and the Giants will meet each other. Oh. Who are the Royals playing? The Royals are playing the Rangers. Okay. Rangers. Not the New York Rangers, but the Texas Rangers. Gotcha. Yep. For those of you keeping the score at home. Giants will meet the Rockies in about one hour. Make that 50 minutes right now as your pitchers are... Moore and Sensa. Uh, I can't say his name. Sensa. Mm. How, how do you spell it? S E. Well, my computer is kind of small here. S E N Z A L E T L A. Gonna have to message me. You're going to have to spell it out in private messages here with me. Oh, okay. Uh, anyway, Dodgers will meet the Diamondbacks at 810. Maddie and Ray are your probable pitchers there. 840, the Marlins will face the Padres. 
Darley and Weaver are your probable pitches for that. And the Blue Jays will meet the Angels at 9.07. Lawrence and Skaggs are your probable pitches in that match. Okay, now shall we go to the standings? And it goes like this. In the American League East, the Orioles are 11-4, a game-and-a-half lead over the Yankees at 10-6. Boston is 10-7, two back. Rays are 9-9, three-and-a-half back. Blue Jays are 4-12, seven-and-a-half back. Wow. Central Division, the Indians are lead at 9-7. At 9, the Tigers, a half game back. A game-and-a-half back are the Twins at 8-9. The White Sox are 7-8, also a game-and-a-half back. And the Royals are 7-9, two back. Eh, doable. In the West, the Astros uh, lead with 12-5. and five, Two and a half over the Athletics at 10-8. and eight. At 7-10 and 10 are the Rangers, five back. Five and a half back are the Angels at 7-11. and 11, And the Mariners at 7-12, six back. Oof. Okay, in the National League. The Nationals are 12-5, and five, have a three-and-a-half game lead over the Marlins at 8-8. Eight and eight. Mets are now four-and-a-half back and now dropped to 8-10. and ten. Boy, they're off such a hot start. What happened? Phillies are 7-9, and nine, a four-and-a-half back, and the Braves are 6-10 and ten at five-and-a-half back. Cubs are 10-7 and seven, have a game-and-a-half lead over the Brewers and Reds that are 9-9. Nine Pirates are 7-9 at 2.5, and the Cardinals are 7-10 at 3 back. And finally in the West, the Rockies are 11-6, a half-game lead over the Diamondbacks at 11-7. Dodgers are 8-9, 3 back. Padres are 3.5 back and the, at 8-10, and the Giants 6-11, 5 back. Oof. Uh, there's two outs now with uh, the Yankees and Pirates, 11-5. It looks like they're on their way to victory here. All right, so shall we go now to the ice? Okay. We have um, one game that's over, and there are two games that are coming up later, of course. Rangers and Canadians will meet in about oh, 40 minutes from now, and the Rangers lead up Series 3-2. to two. If they win tonight, they'll go to the second round. Sharks and the Oilers meet tonight. Oilers at 10-30 on NBCSN. <laughs> And a game that ended just about a half an hour ago, the Blues beat the Wild four to three, and they and now they will move on to the second round. I didn't think it's going to finish in five games though. Wow. All right, so now we'll go to the we'll go down to the NBA. Yeah, I'm going to do it this way. That's better. All right. So the NBA will go like this. Warriors coach, oh, first before the scores, a note here, Warriors coach Steve Kerr will not coach tonight due to an illness. Uh, Assistant Mike Brown will coach game three against the Trail Blazers. Uh, It is not known what the illness is at this time. Uh, Right now, the Hawks are leading the Wizards big time, 87-66. to John Wall has 29 points, 6 assists, and 3 rebounds. And Paul Millsap has 
23 points, 11 rebounds, and 4 assists. All right, uh, continuing on here. Mm-hmm. All right, Raptors uh, beat the Bucks 87-76. DeMar DeRozan had 33 points, 9 rebounds, and 5 assists. Tony Sneal, 19 points, and 4 rebounds. Coming up later, in about half an hour or so, the Spurs will meet the Grizzlies. Your players to watch are Kwani Laird and Mike Conley. And at 10.30 in the nightcap, we got the Warriors versus the Blazers. Stephon Curry and Damian Lillard are your players to watch in that series, in that game tonight. Okay. I didn't have a lot of time to do a lot of notes this, uh, this afternoon because I had to take care of a family um, a family mm-hmm. issue, but um, I'll, do the, I'll do the best I can. So anyway, uh, Clippers' Blake Griffin is done for the entire postseason. Uh, he suffered a right uh, toe injury in last night's game against the Jazz. He left in the second quarter, uh, landing very awkwardly on uh, his right foot. I mentioned that earlier this, uh, this morning, but I thought but back then it was not official that he was going to be out for the season, just the series, but now that has been declared. Uh, he was going. He was just going to sell uh, game three, but now it's the entire postseason. Wow. Uh, all right. Next, next week they were negative. Yeah, but more tests were done, and Griffin limped off the field as he made a layup. <laughs> okay. Then he went to the locker room, kicked a chair in frustra- frustration, and Chris Paul took over. Ugh. Oh, I know that I know all days happen, but that was a little bit oh boy. All right, last night's late scores: the Padres over the Marlins five to three. Blue Jays escaped the Angels in thirteen innings, eight to seven. Oakland was over the Mariners three to one. The stats for Kevin Durant is remaining uncertain, as he went through a light practice with the Warriors yesterday. But if Durant is not fully healed to his left calf injury, he will miss tonight's game against the Blazers. Um, also, he was out for five weeks in the season with a left knee injury. Coach Steve Kerr is taking extra precaution of this matter. Last night, the Clippers over the Jazz, 111-106. Chris Paul went scoring with 34 points, 10 assists, and 7 rebounds. Gordon Hayward had... Uh, I think it was 24, 24 points, 8 rebounds, and 4 assists. Thunder hang on to be the Rockets in a close one, 115-113. But James Harden did most of the damage with 44 points, 6 rebounds, and 6 assists. Uh, Westbrook, uh, no problem. He had 32 points, 13, uh, 32 points, 13 rebounds, and 11 assists. Uh, Red Sox second baseman Manny Machado slid into second base of force play and appeared to hit Dustin Bedroya in the back of his left leg in an extremely late slide. Bedroya got up and had to be helped, but had to be helped off the field. It is not known if his knee became twisted. Pablo Sandoval came in to replace him. Uh, Texas Rangers released Josh Hamilton after injuring his right knee uh, last night in Houston. Hamilton went for knee surgery last season, 
uh, but experienced knee soreness in spring training this year. And this is kind of his 11th surgery. And this one looks like it might end his career uh, for the former five-time All-Starter. And the Rangers released him from his minor league contract. Oh, boy. So it looks like he's um, he's in trouble. As I mentioned last night, Sanders, um, Sean Curley, Curley was the game winner in last night's game as the Sanders won. Three to two. Again, Bruins. Uh, Bruins over Sanders. Three to two. All right. So let's see about other uh, hi- highlights today. Let me get back to my page. All right. Okay. MLB. There we go. Continuing on. Pedroia won't play. Tigers. Okay. Uh, did you mention uh, Tigers plays Cabrera on the DL? Yep. Yeah, a groin injury. Yeah. That's kind of groin strain. Groin strain. Well, it's still in the groin. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah, it's like it's like the funny bone, but it's down low. Yeah. Yeah, it's a funny bone, but there's nothing funny about that injury. Yeah. Ugh. Um, hmm, interesting, interesting story here um, about an Army veteran running back Glenn Coffey attempting NFL comeback after uh, service in the Army for seven years. Hmm. After walking away from the 49ers, NFL running back Glenn Coffey is attempting a comeback. The NFL reinstated Coffey from the reserve retired list on Friday afternoon as he walked away from the game in August of 2010. At the time, Coffey was entering his second NFL season, but told reporters that God had a bigger plan for him, namely joining the service. He served with the 6th Ranger Training Battalion as a U.S. Army paratrooper for four years starting in 2013. In his only NFL season, Coffey rushed for 226 yards and a touchdown on 83 carries, he also had 11 receptions for 78 yards. In conjunction with his reinstatement, the 49ers released Coffee on Friday, giving him an opportunity to start anew at 29. Coffee's agent told NBC Sports uh, Bay Area that Coffee is in great shape and has been training in Tuscaloosa, Alabama. If Coffee goes unclaimed on waivers, then his next step will be to work towards setting up workouts for interested teams. Well, I think that's I think that's very noble actually. I mean you went and serve your country and you want to come back. I think that's a I think that's very noble. Uh we're coming up now at the end of the third quarter and the Hawks are just crushing Washington now ninety seven to ninety to sixty seven. Well Atlanta could use that game to be honest with you. Because they're looking and on the sad note, continuing on with Hernandez, the family of Aaron Hernandez is planning a private funeral for the former NFL star in his Connecticut hometown of Bristol, where Hernandez was a stand-up football and basketball player in high school. That'll be on Monday. Bristol, home of ESPN. Wow. A spokeswoman for the Connecticut Funeral Directors Association said Saturday that the service 
is set for Monday in Bristol at the O'Brien Funeral Home, where the body arrived today. The former tight end was found hanged in his cell at a maximum security prison in Massachusetts early Wednesday. He was serving a life sentence for the 2013 murder and had just been acquitted of a 2012 double murder. His death was ruled a suicide. In a statement released today, Hernandez's family asked for privacy as they mourn and thanked the people for offering condolences. And I think that's I think that's what they need to know. I mean, you know, let them go. You know, let them let them let them mourn in peace uh, right now. Because that's definitely what they need. Uh, I just want to check a few more things here because I think we have some more files in. My computer will stop lacking. Ah, here we go. Top of the ninth now. It's uh, no top of the fifth. Astros still lead the Rays two nothing. Run on first. Um, we do have a few finals here. The Athletics over the Mariners four to three. Oh, I got that one. Uh, it is official now. The Yankees have beaten the Pirates eleven to five. Benton Ace was the winner and Rivero was the loser. I just want to check some MLS here because I also follow that too. Philadelphia and Montreal end in a 3-3 tie. Houston and San Antonio, Houston and San Antonio, 2 to nothing. Oh, wait, let me check that. Let me check that in the MLS department here. Second here, folks. My computer is a little is a little slow. Looks like I need a new one. <laughs> All right, we're getting closer and closer. Uh, hmm. I think we are. Hmm. Uh, I got I got another idea. Okay, now we got now we got something going here in the ML in the MLS department because I went to MLS.com and that makes it a lot easier. New uh, New England and San Jose finishing a finishing a zero zero tie. Toronto over Chicago three to one. That was last night. Philadelphia over Philadelphia Montreal and a three three tie. Portland uh, edges Vancouver two to one. Red Bulls and Columbus uh, meet up um, right now, 7.30. And Salt Lake will visit visit Atlanta at 9.30. And I have colleagues who um, in Atlanta who um, are actually in on this. Go figure. Um, all right, I think that's all the notes I have um, for now, so I'll just uh, turn it back over to you. All right, that's going to do it for episode 251, 252 rather. That's going to do it for episode 252 of the Michigan Sports Truth Post Game Edition on Talk Shoe. But we still might have a, a speaker episode tomorrow night at nine. But we're going to have, but we're also going to have a post game edition 
before that. Since uh, since I work from 10:30 to 4 tomorrow, and I I got plenty of time. Why don't I squeeze in a post game right before right before I go on the air on Spreaker? So um, probably six or seven o'clock again. Yeah, um, I can I can do uh, I can do seven. Seven, okay. Yeah. Thanks. All right. Seven o'clock, episode two fifty-three, and then Spreaker at nine. Unless I unless I'm all alone, and I and I can't do it alone. I can't do Spreaker alone, so it, if I'm all alone for Spreaker, then we'll have to push it to another day. Till then, for Lewis Tenor, I'm Taylor Phillips. Follow me on Twitter at DT2Phillips. Like the Michigan Sports Truth Facebook page and join its Facebook group. TTFN, ta-ta for now. Bon appetit. Good night, everybody. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.